Man 24-7. Where can you listen to some of the world's top... VoiceAmerica.com Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the live broadcast. My name is Ryan Treasure, uh, VP of Broadcast Operations for Voice America, coming at you live right here at NAB at the Advanced Advertising Pavilion. We just came off of a great panel discussion uh, with some thought leadership as it relates to haptics and touch devices, which I thought was really cool. Uh, and I'm joined here uh, with Jeanette DePatty, who is a uh, StoryTech partner. Jeanette, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. You know, uh, that haptics thing was really cool Have, did you get a chance to get <laughs> d- your hands on it i did yeah she Isn't stopped by nice? and uh, got to touch the phone and, and look at some of those ads just before they uh, they did the panel it was uh it was extremely amazing how they're able to really capture somebody's attention in that manner leveraging the the, the components of the phone you know one of the really neatest things about that haptic uh, phone advertising is that it a lot of times there will be things that give your eyes the sense that there should be a movement here, you should feel it here on the phone or here on the phone or here on the phone, and your eyes trick your fingers into thinking it's there because the sensors, right, the little buzzers don't actually move, but your mind is fooled by your eyes telling you that the that the feeling should be so there. it's a haptical illusion? It is a haptical illusion. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do a f- high five on that one. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, uh, it's been a it's been a great event here at NAB. Um, a lot of thought leadership has come through the booth, and uh-huh. um, you know, we kind of had like uh, virtual reality and augmented reality morning this morning uh, with several people, which I thought was cool. And you know, uh, we had you uh, a part of the uh, you as part of the broadcast last year as well. And I know um, you always like to talk about some tech trends and some things that are happening. That's uh, my thing. I'm so a tech explainer. Before, before we get into that, and and we and you start tech explaining. Um, I have a question, right? Because we were talking about drones. Yeah. You know, and uh, it seems like drones were so big here last year. Yeah. And, and it's kind of fizzled a little. A little. Yeah. I think um, the drone market is, is, I wouldn't say saturated, but it's, it's, it's filling up. It's not the big explosive open frontier that it right. was before. Me and my plosive piece. <laughs> 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 I'm going to try and smooth that out a little bit for so, you. So, um. What other tech trends are you seeing uh, as you've been, you know, walking the floor? This place is huge. It is huge. Did you walk every, every, every all, all different halls? No, I'm old. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to get uh, one of the scooters. I really, you know, I really think that I should get a plinth. And, you know, four oiled men to carry me to carry around, you around. On, a, on, a, on a chaise. I think that's the way I'm going to go. Well, I, I could see that happening. <laughs> you, I think you're going to need a fifth oiled man, though, so that way you can have somebody to uh, fan you and feed you grapes. Yeah, well, clearly. That's right. obviously part of the plinth package, right? Yes, I, I, I tend to agree. <laughs> um, yeah, so, Do you, let me, you let me know if you need I, me to I drum that up for you. Uh, <laughs> completely distracted you now from like tech trends. But I think like one of the things that I've seen that is really cool is is images are reimagined, right? So we have really small cameras and they keep getting tinier and tinier and tinier. I mean, like the size of a pinhead. Wow. But yeah. really excellent resolution. We're not talking about your spy cam fuzzy gray <laughs> thing anymore. And, um, the you know, some of the companies that are doing really well with these small cameras, uh, Panasonic and Sony tend to lead the way and Sony's new uh, cameras, tiny cameras are being 
put into a lot of phones and different technologies throughout the world. So I think that is one area. But at the same time, we have this light field technology. And this is a technology where tons and tons and tons of cameras are ganged up together. And they shoot just like the whole world that is in the view of these cameras. And then you... You don't just fix it in post. You edit in post. Wow. Right? So there's only three problems with light field technology. Data, data, and data. It is giant, giant data. Unbelievably <laughs> fat pipes of data coming off of there. Yeah, so. that was kind of like um, the gentlemen earlier today that were part of VNova. They were talking about you know compression algorithms for the 5K data for virtual reality. You know, yeah. and so that's probably a similar problem. It's hardcore. Uh, yeah. Actually, in the in the um, in the virtual reality problem, they have not only the data issue, but the latency issue. Mm-hmm. So in a way, what they have is even more complicated because they have to not only move that data, but they have to move it really super fast. Yeah, you know, um, I pay a lot of attention, probably more than your average person, just because of the business that we're in. Uh-huh. Uh, I watch commercials, right? And so right. I pay attention to those commercials and kind of see how, you know, brands are touching uh, consumers. And one of the things that, uh, one of the commercials I think is really cool is Cox Communications has a commercial and it's talking about its uh, gigabit internet connectivity, which they're just rolling out in my hometown of Phoenix. Oh, and you lucky dog. Yes. And so I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm like, imagine a virtual reality or, or data streams being able to come into your home at a gigabit. That would be really <laughs> nice. Yeah. That would be, although I think you'll find they say up to a gigabit. Yes, it's always <laughs> up to. But I think that uh, once more things like that, Google Fiber, gigabit Ethernet connections and things like that, once they're in homes, you know, um, then that really helps to kind of solve the data sure. delivery problem from, from those new technologies that are emerging. Right. Well, I think what, you know, speaking of television commercials, you know, you're one of the few people that watches television commercials, right? <laughs> but um, there's a lot of work being done to make sure that you get to see that commercial whether you want to or not. Right. So a lot of the data technology, one of our big trends is is AI and big data. And uh, what they do is they figure out what you're watching on TV. They can tell whether you're actually watching on TV or if you're looking at your cell phone. Mm-hmm. And if you think you're going to escape that ad for Acme Razors on TV... You look at your phone and boop, there it is. They're going to catch you no matter what. And then, it, and then it retargets you and follows you everywhere. Everywhere. It's like that sticky stuff you can't get off your shoe. It's that, just That like leads me into a question. You know, um, the CEO of uh, Voice America and I were having a discussion last night. And, and this, this, this topic came up at, at what point does the technology to reach individuals just become too intrusive on what you and I and everybody else does, you know, on a, on a daily, weekly basis? Well, I think ultimately it will be a self-correcting problem, right? Because if the reach is too intrusive, if it's not organic, if it doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. it turns customers off. off. Yeah. And since analytics is getting so much better and they can tell what's working and what's not working, they'll find out that when they push too far, it's not effective anymore. So I think there is a, a natural barrier. Mm-hmm. But I think we have to realize that that resistance to being followed is very different for millennials than it is for older people. Yeah, I always just think about, um, I don't remember the name of the movie, but it was like a Tom Cruise movie. And um, he walks out into public and, you know, uh, the marketing is being directed as specifically at him because of his eyeballs. And they know who he is and everywhere oh, he is yeah. at all the time. I, and, uh, and, uh, Minority Report. Uh, 
no, it wasn't no. Minority Report. It was a, a different one. I can't remember, but oh. it makes me think of those. You know, at at some point, technology is going to become so intrusive um, to deliver marketing messages that. I don't want to take my eyeballs out. <laughs> I know. But for every technology there is to serve you an ad, there's another technology to avoid that. Yeah. So I think that there's been a lot of talk about ad blockers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was a huge topic um, in November of last year at right, AdTech. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and at CES this year in, in January. And um, I think if, if it becomes too intrusive, then they... they um, the customer will take greater pains to avoid it yeah. and they'll go around you. So I think that there's a, a lot, I think it's kind of self-leveling. Uh, it'll be really annoying for a while, but then I think it'll level, level out. Yeah, I really hope so because I really like technology, but that's the part of technology that I don't like is, you know, the potential uh, abuse by uh, marketers or, or agencies. Well, I'll uh, tell you who you should be worried about abuse is is hackers. I mean, <laughs> right, so we talk about the um, Internet of Things. There's also the video of things. There are, We have devices everywhere that collects video. And there are certain videos that we like to share, and maybe certain videos not so much. <laughs> but um, there, uh, the, these devices often we don't change the default password. Like you can ask the people in your life, have you changed the default password on every single connected device you own? And nobody does. And so we had a huge denial of service attack, mm-hmm. which just means the computer is slamming yep. the server, so the server goes down. We had one in October because of these Internet of Things, Video of Things uh, devices. And Twitter and Shopify both went down for almost a whole day, which in Internet This was recently, is, right? Yeah, in October. Yeah. Um, so... And that was also a direct relation to um, the AWS cloud that those operate in as well, which um, the, the the cloud service for AWS couldn't handle the DDoS attack, and well, ultimately it just shut down. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much that AWS can do if you have a botnet of mm-hmm. millions and millions of devices that are hammering on these servers all day. Yeah. So, uh, really, by the way, if you you at home. Go home, check uh, check your default passwords, change those things. Yeah, I agree. Well, we have a short amount of time here uh, before we get into the next panel. Uh, and I know we were going to talk about some additional tech trends. So let's focus on one for right now since we have a limited time. What is uh, f- uh, by far the l- largest tech trend that you're seeing so far here at NAB? I, I think the ascendancy of software. I think for many, many years, NAB has been about hardware. And we actually covered all the other tech trends in our meandering conversations, so we're good there. (laughs) Um, But I think it's much more about software and about the cloud. You know, we we talked a little bit about AWS. Everything is happening in the cloud now. And I think people have to realize that the cloud is intensely powerful, but it's not like a Harry Potter magic land where you (laughs) wave a wand and all of a sudden your data is where it needs to be and safe. And you need two things. You need personnel and a plan. Yeah, a plan, then, definitely yeah, A important. plan would be good, mm-hmm. yeah. You know. <laughs> um, I've talked to a few engineers who have recited to me, your planning, your poor planning doesn't make it an emergency for me. So don't be at the behest <laughs> of that engineer. We have, uh, we have a radio show that's on the business channel uh, called uh, uh, Chief Technology Radio, uh, CIO Talk Radio. Okay. And, uh, you know, his mantra is proper planning and flawless execution makes IT work for you. 
right? And if, if more brands and more people followed that planning procedures and those as they work through uh, the cloud of things and the internet of things, I think um, some of the issues that we talked about with hacking and some of those things wouldn't be um, as intrusive or as, as large of an issue. Yeah, well, my dad says measure twice, cut once. So that's kind of the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's much shorter, but it's the same idea for sure. Awesome. Well, Jeanette, thank you so much for uh, joining us here. Uh, we're going to get ready for uh, our next panel, which is uh, 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 a, a panel that's by Flyswipe. So excited. I know they were here last year and they always have really good stuff to show us. So I'm definitely excited about that. Thank you for uh, sharing your thoughts with us on some of the tech trends. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the live broadcast right here at NAB 2017. All the on-demand content and thought leadership is available at voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. And of course, uh, always put up uh, for podcast at Apple iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Store. Uh, Stay tuned as we come back for a little bit more right here from the Advanced Advertising Pavilion right here at NAB. (laughs) 